Hey everybody, welcome to the official Annotate Podcast. I am your interim host, Requiem, filling in for Proton Storm, who is currently doing a research project on 17th century Japanese toilets at the University of Saskatchewan. <laughs> Joining me today for our seasonal preview podcast is Ray Zeno. Heyo. Ray, Ray, you're on a podcast. How very rare. Mm-hmm. It's the preview. He's always mm-hmm. on the preview. Yeah, it's I always a preview. It wouldn't be a preview podcast without Ray Zeno. <laughs> he's the only member who reads all of the manga. You mean light novels? I mean web novels. And web novels and things that are just on cell phones. Also joining us is live from Scotland, Doc Kev. Good evening. We also, this week, decided to just have both editors on. So we both have have Ray Kaze. Hello. And that's my pizza. Hello, I am fucking cold right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm fucking cold right now. Hey, it's we're cold, it's cold by California standards. It's almost 50. Yeah, we're like, we still have like a good couple inches of snow over here. So cold. Yeah. Snow. What the hell is snow? It's the white powdery stuff that you do not inhale. Cocaine? Oh, God. Do not. <laughs> oh, do not inhale. Okay. All right, well, let's get started because we got a, a lot of shows to preview. So let's do the housekeeping real quick. So... Since the last podcast uh, was posted, we've got uh, Dark Aether posted an article about Miruko-chan. Miruko, Miruko-chan? Never say that right. Miruko-chan, in which he uh, now uh, puts out his thoughts and arguments about the show, which are very well written and presented, but completely wrong. Completely wrong. <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah, he, he's very wrong. But read to see how wrong he is. Yes. You'll never yeah. become more intelligent if you don't uh, engage with opposite opinions. Unless send, send him comments. Yeah. Send him any comments. He is. Yes. Capital it, letters. Lots of exclamation marks. Yes. If, give him good five or six hundred word comments about how wrong he is and the depth of his wrongness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Umar guy or UMR guy. I also don't remember how to say that. Uh, posted another one of his 12 days of anime. This one about... Uh, re- you know, anime characters and his own personal loss, losing his dad. That was a pretty strong article. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the feels on that one. It was very good. It made me cry. It's your fault, Umar guy. You made me cry, you bastard. Also, <laughs> how, sorry dare you make me, how dare you make me feel things? Yeah. Jerk. Uh, Aether posted another one. Uh, this time, the his final anime playlist. Uh, you know, his choices for the best OPs. He's got Sakugan on there, so he's done the right thing this time. This time. And then, of course, Doc Kiv, it looks like you've got one of your uh, post-motions up. Yeah, just, um, I watched like 18 shows this season, so that's uh, just a write-up about the first nine. The other ones, some of them haven't even finished showing yet, and 2021 is finished, so they're running a bit late. So am I. Yeah, so read Doc Kiv's post-mortem part one. I see we got the image of Jahisam up there, so this is already a good start. Yeah, mm. it's a great show. It yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. 
didn't think it was going to be when it started, but it really turned out to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should really get around to watching that. I just remember reading the manga before it aired and was like, this is okay. And then I remember that I am totally, I had sold my soul to VTubers. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. What'd you think of her as a VTuber? Yeah, sell um, your soul to the great Jahi instead. Well, I watched her her artist actually do a cover of Roki with another artist, so that was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the author of um, Jahi-sama is actually a VTuber. Uh, what, really? Wow. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. We're all going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Someday we'll all just be VTubers. It'll be like that movie Surrogates, except with VTubers. Huh. Everything returns to VTubers. This has all happened before. It will all happen again. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that's all of the <laughs> housekeeping. Let's just start previewing the next season. All right. Let's do winter 2022. Everybody hype. Woo. 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 I'll settle for it. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> nah. I will apologize ahead of time for the brutal mispronunciation of any Japanese words that I do. I do the best I can. At least I'm not hybrid. No. <laughs> Hybrid doesn't even that's try. Some, that's some shade right there. Yeah, the shade's one, not even uh, in this podcast. Nope. <laughs> that's because he won't come on. Come on, the podcast, Shade. Okay. Too busy playing Final Fantasy. I mean, it, it is a full-time job, if we're fair. <laughs> it really is. I mean, they just dropped a new expansion. You can't expect to be doing other things. Yeah. Well, you can be expected to do other things because you'll be stuck waiting in queues. Because <laughs> the world is too full. Anyway, you come on the podcast while you're in a queue next time. <laughs> All right, so we are on AnnieChart.net on their seasonal list. It's um, in alphabetical order with the English titles as much as possible for those who want to follow along. First up, we have Akebi's Sailor Uniform by Cloverworks. It is Komichi Akebi's first year of junior high, and she has her heart set on one thing. Robai Private Academy's Sailor Uniform. Okay, that's a weird thing, but whatever. As the next chapter of her life gets closer, she dreams of all the exciting new experiences she'll get to have. School lunches, classes, club activities, and of course, making lots of friends. With her favorite outfit on, Kumichi feels ready for anything. That, that, feels, like right? it should be, that feels like That's it should be the first paragraph of a much longer summary. Like, yes. where's the but? But this, 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 and this happened. Like, yeah, like but, but she has to slay demons in her off time or something. Right, like, but a, a a gateway open to a dungeon or something. What what Are you is telling going me you didn't here? choose your high school just on the uniform? I didn't choose my high school at all. I went to the school that was down the street. Same. You didn't go to the one with the pretty dress. Oh, that's a shame. No. I mean, if they'd had a school with sailor uniforms, I probably would have signed up. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Even if they had to wear them. Hey, man, I have I'm, fantastic legs. I'm I pretty mean, sure that's uh, like, like the there, plot of some kind of There are already like mangas. three or four anime about this. Yeah. Which is very weird. Well, what's really weird is that the key image, the other girls are not wearing sailor uniforms. Yeah, that's because she's trying to revive the sailor uniforms. It just seems like a very odd premise for a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's a slice of life, so maybe it works. Who knows? It's, it's Clover works. It's a slice of life. I've, it's been a while since I've seen like a good slice of life, so it doesn't sound particularly interesting. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. a lot why... of it Clover works. Yeah, and why would you watch any slice of life animes now that you have VTubers? Sorry, I'll stop. Oh Jesus, it's really? Appeal, man. Why would you watch Shonen if you have VTubers? Why would you watch Shoujo when you have VTubers? Why would you eat when there are VTubers? 
Okay, let's just move on. Over, over VTubers, but um, I'll only watch if you guys tell me it's good. So. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't seem likely, but I've been surprised before. Oh, God. It's Aero Ferretta from Commonplace to World's Strongest Season 2. They made a second season of this. Why? Why? I We're don't understand. Are you guys watching it to get it a Season 2? Apparently. I mean, I did watch it. I guess I'm it's responsible. it's really popular, but... God you know, damn it, that, Japan. Yeah, that that's because people are degenerates everywhere. Well, there's only so many shows where you can watch a dragon be uh, anally violated. I blame Rick. It's his fault. I mean, I, I did watch Japan. It. They made a, they made a redo of Healer anime, and apparently that was popular. I don't know. I didn't no. watch it. Oh my god! Don't. Arifureta has good <laughs> parts in the story, but they skipped them. And there's there's some more good parts coming up little ones and they're probably going to skip those too it it really only gets amazing after the main story is over and i would be very surprised if they actually bothered animating any of them yeah like let alone getting to the to the actual end because a lot of series just do, do they annually rape some other mythical creatures uh, no but uh, right. no that was but, a one-time thing yeah but doc mm-hmm. There is one mm. scene where they, uh, the whole party goes into like a labyrinth, and then white, uh, slot like slime monsters drop on the entire party, and it makes the, uh, what th- the women horny. I'm one hundred percent serious. <gasps> the bunny girl was already Ooh. horny. Like her whole character is she's the horny bunny. Um. Well. Besides this, we we already saw that when they adapted uh, smartphone. Yeah, the slime oh. scene. slime castle. Oh, I'm God. not even gonna read Moving the right along. I'm not yes, even going to read the, the synopsis on that one because nobody cares. Uh, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. I'm also going to skip that synopsis because if you don't know what Attack on Titan is about by now, then you d- then don't watch it. Right. In fact, don't watch it at all. Attack <laughs> uh, on Titan was very good last season. I, I thought it was going to be crap, but it was really, really good. So um, And this is going to finish it off completely, I think, with I think 12 episodes. So I think it's worth watching. Place Only your if you've bets seen on the whether they'll show. stick the landing. Yeah, but I think I heard. I heard the manga ending was pretty bad, but um, yeah, I was gonna say that everyone said the manga ending sucks. So how good could the anime ending be? Well, I heard it was a messy, but a messy ending. But it it had some powerful messages if you take the thing as a whole. Mm. But then again, no, I, I just only remember a bunch of people just being like upset about how little it made sense and how it didn't really work with the themes that the mm. series was trying to go for. Yeah. Well, um, I watched uh, totally not Mark's like review of the entire series, and it sound like the ending sounded pretty interesting. It's just um, well, when it's yeah, sum- I think it sounded better when it was summarized, work. but how it played out sounded like it didn't play out very well. I mean, I've been avoiding spoilers studiously. I mean, the manga's okay, but I have to say the anime really does elevate the source material a great deal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty hyped for it, even if the ending might be a bit disappointing. At least I've been pre-warned, so that's fine. Yeah. I, At least it's I, I heading an ending. Yeah. I haven't seen Attack on Titan since the second season years ago, so I'd probably have to rewatch the whole thing if I wanted to catch up. But I heard mm-hmm. 3 and 4 were, yeah. were pretty good, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got tired at tired with the series after the Battle of the Maria, Battle of Maria, where they're trying to move that one rock and like uh, this is taking forever. And then I just realized that this series is really not for me. It's face at this point, you're either uh, already all the way in and you're gonna watch it, or you bailed forever ago and you're not gonna watch it. 
Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. Oh, God. It's a Japanese title. Okay. Uh, Barao no Soretsu. That wasn't that bad. Well, I know Barao is Rose King. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, this sounds like like an alternate history fantasy. Oh, Richard. Requiem of the Rose King. Yay. Richard, the (laughs) ambitious third son of the House of York, believes he is cursed. Damned from birth to eternal darkness. But is it truly fate that sets him on the path to personal destruction or his own or his own tormented longings? Oh, Jesus. Based on an early draft of Shakespeare's Richard III. I didn't know we found his uh. early drafts. A.I. Akano's dark fantasy finds the man who could be king standing between worlds, between classes, between good and evil. So it's, it's about the War of the Roses, but... The fence. This looks like a boys' love version of the the War of the Roses. Yeah, mm, I don't know. It seems more like Blast in the Tempest to me because it is loosely based on a Shakespearean property. Yeah, it's based on an early draft. Oh my god! It's <laughs> like we found the draft he threw away that had like vampires and shit in it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll try to be good. JC Staff. No, it won't. Yeah. Okay. JC Staff is very hit or hit or miss. I have yeah. to say, I'm not. I'm not feeling immediate immediate vibes of this is going to be a great show. Yeah, there appears to be a fairy in there. We could be surprised. Um, yeah, this looks to be an entire miss season for JC Staff. Sorry. All right, moving mean? on. Yeah, okay. Wait, what do you mean? You'll see. Oh, right. Okay. Next is Q, with an exclamation point. Oh, based dear. on an idle training mobile game produced. By a Pony Canyon. Oh, fuck. Next. Nope. Yeah, can we just not, please? That's I'm literally so all the, the... media. Yeah, it's yeah, a multimeter that's, that's media project. We have. Is it about idols? It's about idols, right? Yeah. yeah. Idle that's training. all I need to know. Yeah, it's idle like training. Idle, those Idle Master uh, mobile games from what I can guess or infer. God knows we need more of those. Yeah. All right, up next is a show that's already airing. It's the Demon Slayer... Entertainment District arc, so we because we can't say red light district apparently because it's very clearly <laughs> set in a red light district because it, it's, it's it's extremely of, obviously set. Well, yeah, you didn't expect it to get the green light with that title, did you? Yeah, I guess not. It's been so, pretty good so far, though. I'll give you that. But the way they describe it, they could be describing where we base our podcast. We're obviously in the entertainment district. <laughs> yeah, it's it's set in Akibara. <laughs> sure, it is. It's really good so far, though. It's okay. Really? I thought it was pretty funny. Them having to pretend to be girls was really funny. Yeah. I I just want Zenitsu to die. um, (laughs) Screaming. And then then stop screaming. And then we move on and forget he ever existed. I mean, he might be dead. But people love their Ultra Instinct Shaggy character. (laughs) Do people actually like him? I don't know. I don't watch the series. I have never met anybody who was a fan of the series who was like, Zenitsu is my favorite character. Yeah. Like, I've met everybody else I've heard. They, they, like, they, they, they love you know, Tanjiro, and there are even fans of, of Hoghead Kid and Nosuke, uh, the various Hashiras, but no one ever goes, oh man, I love Zenitsu so much. Because if anybody did that, then the best thing to do is just back away slowly <laughs> and don't engage. <laughs> Uh, it's still a good show. It still looks incredible. Like they're going ham on those, you know, interior and exterior scenes. But you know, it's it's Demon Slayer. It's good. Just watch it. 
Next is Doll's Frontline. Now that sounds great. Oh boy. Another uh, multimedia heat production. Project. Uh sort uh, of. Yeah. yeah. It says video game. Yes, it's a mobile game. Um it was actually released as Girls Frontline over here. Oh. Yep. Uh, so now we made it Dolls Frontline, so it's even more like No, that was the original title. I don't know why they changed it. No. This is brought to you by the people that made Isetta the Last Witch and Peach Boy Riverside. So take well, from that what you will. Well, well says, that's one and a half good shows. Yeah. Mm. Well, it'll look it'll look good. It'll also be very horny. It'll oh be yeah. Extremely horny. Oh yeah. Not sure if anyone who's watching this show wants anything but that, but who knows? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, horny is kind of the the goal. Yep. Yeah. After the Third World War, nations devastated by biological warfare no longer have the ability to protect the wastelands. So the defense of these territories is left to private military companies. Always a good oh, idea. God. Like Griffin and Kruger, whose android soldiers or tactical dolls, to name them something disrespectful, are tasked with fighting the rogue android army of Sangvis Ferry. That son of a bitch. Now M4A1, the indecisive but potentially capable leader of the elite anti-rain team, must protect her comrades in a series of operations to try and regain the upper hand against Sangvis Ferry. Okay, so you know how Kantai Collection and uh, Azure Lane are boats made into people? This is guns made into people. Uh, you mean I think I actually waifus. played this one uh, so it's for a little bit. Sort of, except hornier. Wow, oh. Upa was pretty horny. <laughs> yeah, well, get ready. Yeah, Anime made um, for the deep south of America. Wonderful. This, They're already horny for their guns. The, the plot line in it is actually kind of decent for what little I played of it, but it kind of got old on me pretty fast. The, the gameplay wasn't that satisfying in the mm. actual game. Um, the Sangvis Ferry are interesting, and like over and over, it's it's the same as uh, the Abyssals and the Sirens in that the entire player base wants them to become playable, and the devs are just no, absolutely not. Hmm, that's interesting. I think if they nail the atmosphere, this could be pretty decent. Um, yeah. I remember playing the the game a little bit because they had like an event with uh, Valhalla, the, the like visual novel. Oh, that's happening. cool. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, what I remember at least is that yeah, the gameplay is a little dull, but but the premise and the atmosphere uh -huh. could be good. Yeah, yeah. it, it depends to... on. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna question like these are all cyborg, well, android and stuff. Uh -huh. So why are they all like? In the shape of waifus and stuff. I know I'm asking, like, the um, unimportant they, questions. They do actually have a plot reason for that. Okay. There, yeah, there lots is an, of, lots there is of an explanation. In fact, there's an explanation for why there's duplicates of them. Huh. That's interesting, I suppose. You can have many of the same waifu. <laughs> yes, and they actually have a linked telepathic network with limited capability. Huh. Well, it seems like yeah. this might be a little bit more deep. Well, a little bit more interesting than its, uh, than its predecessors. Well, than its, well, its predecessors and its uh, premise in general key art. Mm -hmm. So maybe it'd be a good it, idea to give it a watch. It depends on whether they're going to bother making the player character or not. It doesn't sound like it, which is probably for the best. Yeah. I would probably wait to see what people think about it. Uh, this doesn't seem like it. It like this seems like a coin toss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Well, we don't right. have enough information, and we haven't watched the PV or anything, so yeah, yeah. This it's is one of those ones where it's in the gray. You know, it's like, well, it could be good or it could be awful. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it could be a um, Rage of Bahamut adaptation, or it could be a uh, Rage of Bahamut Virgin Soul. Virgin Soul wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it, it wasn't the best. Terrible. Yeah, moving on. Fantasia Sango, Realm of Legends by Geek Toys. When the three kingdoms, oh, Jesus. When the three kingdoms are ravaged by demons and monsters, four heroes with little in common must unite to fight the realm's most vicious enemies. Together, the heroes unveil an insidious conspiracy while sharing the joys and sorrows of battling a mysterious organization intent on tearing them and the kingdoms apart. Could you make a also more a generic game. premise thing? Seriously, like, this, is, this is like generated by like an AI. Yeah. Yeah. Looks really dull. Sources video game again. I'm yeah. sure it's a mobile game. It video game is. Three Kingdoms. It's just like Dynasty Warriors, the video game with demons. Somebody got a bingo on this game for sure. Mm. Oh, that just sounds so lame. Yeah, and like the key characters don't look that interesting. Like they seem very uh, Chinese, Japanese ish, but that's about it. But. I don't know. It could turn out to be something like uh, what uh, Back Arrow, even though it's not an original pro- property. I doubt it. I yeah, yeah. I doubt being it. based on a video game kind of strips it of the chances of being that weird. Yeah, and if it was that weird, we'd probably already know about it. Yeah, I feel like, like there'd already it, be like a fan base for it. Well, it's stuff like in it's China either being get stuck in China, so either being generated by AI, as as Rex says, or by committee, both of which is like the death of creativity. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like they just had a bunch of terms on cards, and they played. What's the name of that game from Chiafru? Nah, uh, Yeah, well, they like they knocked the cards out. Like, they just knocked out a bunch of cards, and they just assembled them, and it said Three Kingdoms Demons video game. Our most fancy animes made then, in it. <laughs> I mean, to a certain degree. All right, the next one is I'm very curious about because I can't believe of all sports this sport got an anime. But it's Futsal Boys. The franchise is set in a world over a decade after Futsal has skyrocketed in global popularity, which I, I can't imagine. No. Protagonist Haru Yamato watches the championship of the Under 18 World Cup is inspired by a Japanese player named Tokunari Tenoji. He joins the Koyo Academy High School's futsal team with the goal of becoming a player like Tenoji. There he finds friends, and together they face their rivals like every other sports anime right, it's ever made. Right, bog standard sports anime. Futsal, for those unfamiliar, is a, a variation of soccer played on a hard court five on five, mostly indoors. Uh, did you look that up before doing this, or did you know what that was? So no, I knew, I knew what futsal is. I've seen it before. It's basically really? just indoor soccer. I looked so, up huh. the exact state. I did look it up so I could describe it better. So Sounds? futsal is to soccer what squash is to tennis? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like arena football. Because huh. the last show that sounded a bit like this was um, Stars Align, which was about soft tennis, which is like, kinda, I don't know, softer. A lamer version of tennis. But that turned out to be a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly dark. I don't know if this will be anything like that, but if it this is... This sounds very, very basic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But although but, you know, I love the idea of a world where futsal is suddenly the most popular sport, you know, I'll <laughs> I'll take basic over something incredibly stupid like a heart transplant giving somebody the the original heart owner's soccer skills. That sounds oh, like that the plot of the detective is already dead. 
I was going to say that's it where was, I thought he was going. Uh, it was <laughs> night in the area. Oh, right. That's true. I uh, forgot that's what happened. It was so dumb. Oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't Futsal, work like that. If they animated good, Futsal is actually pretty fun to watch. You know, it, it developed mostly in poorer countries where places didn't have um, room for, so- for actual soccer fields. Uh-huh. Uh, have you watched Futsal at all? I have. Is the pace better than actual soccer? Is it more like like basketball going? Up yeah, it's like it's like arena football is to real football. It goes a lot faster. and You score a lot more points. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's only five on five, so there's a lot more individual like action. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's just like I said, it's a very niche sport to be getting an anime. So niche they had to pretend it was in a world where futsal had skyrocketed in popularity. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure most high schools don't have futsal teams. I'm surprised we haven't seen a lacrosse one with the same premise. Like that, if that's how you got to do it. I'm still waiting in Japan for my croquet anime. Cricket. Anyway, cricket. Yeah, I want. Croquet is like a it'll type of work. food. It'll, that's a croquette. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you really just do that straight faced? Oh my god! You did. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> next one. Ooh, by Madhouse. Here we go. Uh, oh, God. Japanese. Hakozume Koban Joshi no Gyakushu. Female police officer Kawai. Wow. Had enough of a career that she wasn't even into and was uh, about to hand in her resignation. It says registration. I'm pretty sure it means resignation. Yeah. Probably. When the unthinkable happened, she met the new director of her station. And after spending a little time with this gorgeous role model, Kawhi realizes that maybe she isn't quite done being a cop after all. So it's a Yuri series? What the hell? Why are there so many dudes on the cover then? I mean, the the categories are comedy, drama, slice of life. This does have an English title, by the way. It's called Police in a Pod. Uh, I think I like like the Japanese one better. It's specifically talking about a police box, which I don't think we have in America. I've Uh, never seen one. Well, the only police box we have in America is the TARDIS. Yeah, that doesn't count. It's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. Yeah. Or Mad shows House apparently show. already been a live action show in Japan. Um, huh. Like oh really? Twenty one. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a police comedy essentially. Yeah. Apparently, it's based on a manga. Yeah. Or a Madhouse show. This doesn't look particularly interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like it's such a weird concept. I feel like it might end up being better than it looks. Yeah, I think I'll probably watch this. I'll probably give it a try. Yeah, yeah. It's it, I mean it's a madhouse, it's worth watching at least one or two yeah. episodes. Yeah. I mean you know, you can't really make comedies about cops in America anymore. Because they <laughs> well, killed Brooklyn nine nine, you sons of bitches. Anyway. No, I'm okay. I'm not I'm not mad. Anyway. Oh god. <laughs> how a realist uh, How a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom part two. They made a part two of this steaming pile of shit. I'm in. Is anybody else? Here. No. Probably not. Yeah. So this show is directly made for Right Zeno. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm gonna take God. the I'm gonna take that W and walk. <laughs> Enjoy well, your W. We got we also got a second season of Arifueta and it's probably not adapting the stuff. That's you an like. L for everybody as far as I'm concerned, regardless That's an L for whether society. they think it is or not. Yeah. yeah. Realist Hero I mean, is basically bureaucracy, the anime, isn't it? Like, that sounds good. Yeah, it, pretty much. It's basically boring as hell, the anime. I mean, I didn't watch the anime, so I shouldn't be judging it. I only read 
Deadline novel. novel. Yeah. For the book club, and I hated it with a great deal of passion. I think everybody in the book club hated it. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Maybe the anime's better. Uh, eh, it's pretty faithful, for better or worse. Yeah. So, yeah, right, if well, you didn't like the source... That's Staff you pop- again, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> and there's there's another, so look forward to that. Oh, oh boy. Speaking of, let's move on to In the Land of Leadale. From Maho Film, who I'm not familiar with. After being put on life support after a tragic accident, Kina Kagami's only freedom comes from the VR MMO RPG Leadale. One day her life support system shuts off and Kina passes away. That's a hell of a start. Yeah. When she wakes up, she finds herself in Leadale 200 years in the future. Wait, wait, wait. wait, So is this a VR isekai? Yes. Yeah. God well, damn no. it! I don't know. It says she dies and then wakes up. Yeah. Again, so I don't think it's she. A, she gets. She can't leave the game. Setting. Is she yeah, overpowered? It's more yes. like Overlord. Uh. This sounds more like Overlord, where he like literally ends keep, up in the world reading. of the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When she wakes up, she finds herself in Leadale two hundred years in the future, as the high elf Kana, with lost skills but incredible stats. There it is. She must forge relationships with the residents of this new world which shockingly include the children characters she designed herself. Huh. A leisurely adventure tale is about to begin featuring a girl transported to a game world and the smiles and tears she shares with her quirky companions. So I, I've read the, the first few volumes of the light novel that have been translated and it's actually pretty funny. Um, it's just a, a good offbeat comedy. It's not really anything particularly amazing. It's solid, but it's not exceptional. Yeah, Yeah. that's good to know, but this is, from what you described, it kind of sounds like um, I've been killing a slimes for a thousand years or something. Is it like that? I hated that one. Really? I like that one. I just could not get into it. Um, It was funny and and very chill. I I don't know what was wrong with it. It just completely failed to click with me, but this one I enjoyed. So take take what you will from that. I mean, it sounds... It sounds... Passable, like a thing that's fun to watch and then move on. It's probably not particularly interesting, but if it's slice of lifey, you'll probably watch it. It is. Um, Sounds like a a waste of my time, so I'll avoid it. Somewhere (laughs) between six and eight. Nah, let's want to keep an eye on at least. Uh Oh Jesus! This one's for Doc Kev. No, this one's actually really, really good. Are you sure? Okay. Oh yeah. Life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. A a dull old man and his handsome best friend were summoned to another world by a naked goddess. However, (laughs) because of the goddess's mischief, uh, he has turned into a peerless, beautiful girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. To get back his body, he has to go on a journey with his best friend to defeat the demon king. An old man that became a beautiful girl and a handsome old man. Let the madness field another world journey rom com begin. Yeah, I I it remember reading this stupid, recently, but it is incredible. Yeah, it sounds amazing. It sounds really fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I can't it wait. absolutely is. Yeah, I skimmed through this series maybe a, a, a couple months ago, and I thought it was okay. I enjoy, I definitely enjoyed it, but I don't. It really depends on how OLM adapts it because. Yeah, manga itself was okay, and I know like the animation and music and voice acting can add a lot to it. 
I'm just interested to see how they'll handle like some characters because though some of those yeah. characters are really funny, like the one the one Chuni character right right mm-hmm. right knows who I'm talking about. Yep, like he was pretty I, I funny. See, I see a girl with hair drills double the size of her body, so I'm I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her, but <laughs> she's in the key art. And she's yeah. taking up about a fourth of it. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's that elf lady who keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This it's sounds really st- dumb, so I'm in. It is really it's dumb. It is super studio, dumb, but it's hilarious. The studio did uh, Odd Taxi and uh, Comey Can't Communicate, both of which are pretty good, so maybe they'll be alright. So it should at it least really look depends good. on the team in yeah. OLM, because I also know, I'm pretty sure OLM also does like all the Pokemon animes as well. Yeah, they've got another mm-hmm. kids show coming up as well. I mean, Odd Taxi, I didn't watch it, but it was universally uh, raved about, so. Yes. That's because it was very good. Yeah. So, like, maybe we uh, give them the, the benefit of the doubt on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next one up from Studio Platinum Vision is Love of Kill. That's a great name. It's a great name. Two, assist- two assistants. Two assassins face off. The cool bounty hunter Chateau and the mysterious and powerful Ryang Ha. Chateau and Ryang Ha become enemies after this fight. At least they should have. But for some reason, Ryang Ha takes a, likely, a liking to Chateau and begins following her around. Can't imagine why. Huh. Little by little, Chateau develops a cooperative partnership with Ryang Ha, which gets her caught up in the struggle against the organizations hunting him down. Furthermore, that battle is related to her past as well. Two mismatched assassins weave together a twisted assassin ex assassin thriller. The strange gears of fate. Oh, hold on, I get. <sighs> the strange gears of fate begin to move. Note the first episode it was already premiered at Anime NYC 2021. Huh. Was anybody able to actually attend that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if anybody went to that. And if it already came out, I'm amazed. I haven't heard anything about this, so it couldn't have been yeah, like a, a big word. debut. Mm-hmm. It yeah, maybe people. Yeah, maybe people were just really hum about it. Who knows? It sounds like a show to give a shot. It's just I have never heard of Platinum Vision. It sounds yeah, like I'll... noir a little bit, a bit. But with a title like Love of Kill and um, um, the premise, like the first pe- like first sentence of the the premise, I thought this was gonna be like a rom com or something. Yeah. Um, this studio... it says it's action psychological. Yeah. This studio did Kono Oto Tomare. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in there because I love that show. Yeah, you, the is it uh, your the Snow White notes? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. This was the one about Koto. Oh. Uh, I'm which sure was that's... amazing. Yeah. Uh, right. Do we have? Anything I was gonna else say, to say about this? I was gonna I was gonna be skeptical, but if those guys made it, I have to at least watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for like the ANN pre like uh, preview guide or something to get a better sense of it because I. It could go in multiple directions. Yeah, I mean, it could be Phantom Requiem for a Phantom, or it could be Noir, or you could even get X versus Sever. Nobody remembers yeah. that movie, I, I, I can tell. Huh? Nope. Don't watch it, it's terrible. Alright, well, that one's weird, but what the hell. Alright, next one is Miss Kuroitsu from the Monster Development Department from Quad, which is another studio I don't know very well. They're new. They're brand oh, new, that's why you have They're brand them. new? Ah, is the okay. only thing they're credited with. Interesting. Kuroitsu is an assistant researcher in the Superhuman Research and Development Department of Agatsa, a villainous secret organization that battles with heroes who try to save the world. 
Kudaritsu leads a busy life in Agatsta. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I'm sorry. Yep. Caught between the absurd it. requests of her bosses, making presentations, implementing new features into superhumans, and getting results within the allotted time, budget, and spec requests, all without vacation. Okay, so this is a combination <laughs> of those black company comedies, um, Power Rangers, and uh, Heaven's Development Team, or whatever the hell that one was called. Yeah. Honestly, I was going to say, it sounds a lot like a Dungeon Black Company, but like in a different division. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But I would say I've read the manga for this, and it's actually pretty fu- funny, and it kind of scratches my <laughs> fantasy itch. And I think it's just really well done because it's basically it's basically an office. This office person is working in an um, evil organization trying to design like their different monsters and all the hijinks going around it. And it has all mm-hmm. the kind of crazy uh, bureaucracy bullshit that most yep. millennials have to deal with, but in a fan- like in a Power Rangers sense. So it's all kind of it's really goofy and it's really fun. It's also really relatable. Because I work in off an office setting as well. <laughs> you know, it sounds like it sounds like a really solid concept for a comedy, like an office comedy yeah. set in a ridiculous organization. Yeah, there's like actually the- been quite a few of those recently. There's been a whole lot of really good uh, manga set in various evil organizations. Mm-hmm. Is that a Mr. Tonigawa one? That sounds a bit like that as well. I don't know if any of you guys watched that. Oh, that yeah. was actually that was really that was funny. hilarious. Yeah, it is very much like Tonigawa's um, bl- uh, business. Something blues, yeah, yeah, yeah something that, like that. middle management blues or something. I think it was. Yeah, middle management I, blues. I, I felt a lot. I I really felt Tony God was pain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I'm pretty excited for this one because it's right up my alley and it's I've already encountered the source material and it was fun. Yeah, well, here's the next one. I feel like this one might end up being really popular. This is one of my it's two already big hype really shows popular. for the season. Yes. yes. Okay, here comes the next one. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Here comes Rate Zeno's next one. From Cloverworks comes My Dress Up Darling. High schooler Wakana Gojo cares about one thing, making Hina dolls. With nobody to share his obsession, he has trouble finding friends or even holding conversation. But after the school's most popular girl, Marin Kitagawa, reveals a secret of her own, he discovers a new purpose for his sewing skills. Together, they'll make her cosplay dreams come true. Ooh, comedy, etchy romance. All right. Is this the series that's called, uh, Japanese titles like Sono Bisque Doll or yes. something? Yes, yeah. that is the one. Okay. Uh, it is the the translation of that would have been the Bisque Doll who fell in love. Huh. But they decided to give it a name more representative of the cosplay side of it. Huh. Interesting. Like normally, I'd, I'd get mad, but that's an important part of the show. I, I can't really dog him for that this time. Mm. I'm okay with this this conversion translation. So, have you read the the manga? Right oh now? yes, yeah, it's very it popular. Is fantastic. Yeah, oh, I heard it was really good. It is the, really, uh, really good. The main yeah. two are very enjoyable, and I, I think yeah. every cast character has added something to it, but I, mm-hmm. I've, I haven't read it in a long time. Yeah, They are a really cute couple. Yeah, Even if they're a... not quite a couple yet, but, you know. Yeah. I've only had a little... God forbid like, a, rom- a rom-com couple was a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a little bit of engagement with the series before, like... Some of the panels are just uh, like posted on the manga subreddit pretty frequently mm-hmm. as like meme shit po- meme posts. Mm-hmm. And I just remember one distinct one is 
a panel of one character saying, let's go out and see some boobies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm in. Yes. That's the, where the edge comes in. <laughs> that's that's not even where the edge comes in. I mean, they're they're doing cosplay. Obviously, they're they've got to uh, get in and out of clothing, and yes. they're they're also actually they they do. This is one of those series where they they actually do take a professional look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of discussion of the various types of of clothing and fabric that are available. All sorts of different, um, like you know tape for this and glue for that and you know mm-hmm. these kind of threads and uh there there's there's talk of not only various underwear but how to make it and how to make it stay on and uh basically every cosplay she wants to do is from like an arrow gay or something so <laughs> they're all like suggestive designs and stuff uh, like that no nah, that sounds like it could be funny yeah, that seems interesting. Actually, I think you're conf- well. No, that that does happen here too. But there's another similar one that that they focus a lot more on that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll keep an eye Alrighty. on that one. I'm a little curious about this next one for certain reasons. Ninjala. It's called yeah, Ninjala. Um, I'll get to that after I read this. Yeah, Source is a video game. This one's OLM too. The year is 20 XDX. The ninja who once forged the history of Japan were scattered across the country during the Meiji Restoration. As these ninja mingled with the other clans, their bloodline thinned and gradually faded from sight. The descendants of those ninja clans, seeking to preserve their heritage, formed the WNA, the World Ninja Association, in the hope of carrying on their legacy. And so it was that the WNA succeeded in developing ninja gum in art, could summon forth the strength of the shinobi in Yet creating the most powerful ninja gum requires the strongest of ninja DNA. So it was that the Ninjala tournament was held where that the mightiest of all ninjas could be found. And that's why they turn into kids. That sounds antithetical to the idea of ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninja yeah. tournament is, yeah. Ninja gum. I, I'm just curious the, about it because it's based on a video game. And the, yeah. the good ninja tournament already happened and you never heard about it. <laughs> yeah. I was say, like, if your guy won the ninja tournament, you probably don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there I have a bunch of stuff actually um, from Angel Games. There are giveaways for Shohei Otani that were all sponsored by Ninjala. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like apparently Ninjala is actually really popular, even though I've like heard no discussion about it. But then again, I don't really frequent those circles. It like, sounds like it's a kids game. Yeah, it, it is like pretty a much a kid kids game. You know what's also a kids game? Fortnite, and I don't hear anything about it, but apparently it's super popular. And there's yeah. also this kids game called Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> now that the, the I have heard of. The, the difference bet- is there is that Pokemon has actually been a kids game when we were kids. That's why you've heard of it. That's yeah. true. Well, I was in high school. But, but I just gotta say that this series takes place in the same year as Mega Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 20 yeah, I'm looking forward to that crossover. <laughs> I'm very good. surprised. I feel like none of us will watch this, and yet it'll make an ungodly amount of money. Yeah, probably. probably. All right, next up is the not quite politically correct titled Orient. <laughs> by a studio called ACGT. Which are the letters used in DNA sequencing? That's an odd choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the studio that did Eden Zero. 
Oh. And do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-attack? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, they should be in jail for that. And freezing. Nah, I, I kind of like freezing. Fuck this amount. I kind of like freezing. <laughs> well, I I like Eden Zero. I haven't watched the anime, but I've been reading the manga, and it's pretty good. And they also did Drez Aire, which was awful anime-wise. Oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> that uh, I don't blame them for that one. I think that was just the bad source material. A lot of people love the source material, so I don't know about that. All right. Well, at age ten, best friends Musashi and Kojiro <laughs> sat in. What, what is that a joke? Uh, M- Musashi and Kojiro were uh, rivals in you know the stories about him, which Kojiro apparently never actually existed, but there's plenty of stories about him anyway. Huh. Go ahead. And they sit in excited silence as Kojiro's father spun tales of evil demons who preyed upon the innocent and the warriors who defeated them. Practicing swordplay, the two swear an oath to become the strongest in the world like no one ever was. But as they grow up, Kojiro turns cynical and Musashi comes to the realization that he can't overturn 150 years of demon rule on his own. He's being called a prodigy with a pickaxe. That's a nice thing to be called. And he's almost ready to settle into a life of labor. Yet he can't shake the feeling that he, he still has responsibility to act, and soon the injustices of his world will force his hand. You know, fun that... thing about this premise summary, I have no idea who he is referring to. Yeah. I um... think it's Musashi. Yeah. He says Musashi comes to realization he can't overtrain, so mm-hmm. it's probably Musashi. Prodigy yeah, with a pickaxe. Mm-hmm. You're the oh best damn miner we've ever seen. So yeah, it's it's obviously supposed to be riffing on uh, Musashi, who you may have heard of in such things as Brave Fencer Musashi, or Fake Grand Order. Right, I was the same trilogy. That one. If you're older, the FQ version's got more boobs. (laughs) 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 Yes, yes, it does. (laughs) Um, Surprisingly enough, the FGO version of Kojiro does not. It's another one about fighting demons in ancient Asia. Mm-hmm. And it's called Orient, which I'm, like, I'm surprised they didn't change that title for America. Right? Huh. Very strange. Very. I can't, is it set in like in ancient China, too? Or do we know? I, I think it might just be an entirely fictional setting. I have no idea. It doesn't say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems I would like hope it's... it's... I would hope it's an entirely fictional setting and they didn't actually use Orient for that. Ooh, all right, here we go. Princess Connect Redive Season 2. The second Ooh. season of Princess Connect Redive. You better, I, I, I better not hear no damn booze. This show is great. No, I said woo. Okay, woo. That's yeah, better. in the most monotone way possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just me, okay? Precon is fucking great, and I can't this wait for it. This was a fun show. It was so great. I loved yes. it. I need to go and finish watching that. They're like, it just, I, just, I love Psy Games' approach to their... their uh, their adaptations is so good. And it was so funny. Yeah. And they're just like, what do we do with the player character? They're like, well, what do we just make him a giant moron? <laughs> yes. Basically made him a rutabaga. Yes. And it's hilarious. It's so funny. I still maintain that the two best characters in that game are Cheetah and Monica. Both characters okay. from Grand Blue Fantasy. Correct. Well, I, say, I'm pretty, I don't remember I those two Monica characters. Comes from, Monica comes from Rage of Bahamut, I think. She's even older. Oh, yeah. But technically, Monica's canon in all of them. Like, she's some sort of time-traveling... I have no idea. 
with there's she's, weird she's shit going on there. But she's not in the Galaxy Lost yet. The plot of interchangeable gacha games, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. she's just Ziffnab <laughs> or Banfiz. <laughs> but uh, now the best character is Carol, and I think that's pretty undisputed. Yeah. Best cat wife. Yeah. Though. I mean, just I don't know. Like I don't know what to say more about Princess Cadet Rita except it's really good, and everyone should be watching it because it's funny. Yeah, as it's hell. really funny. Greatly animated. Uh, it's very funny. The yeah, first, this time. is the first episode where the the wolves kept dragging him off. Made yes. me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the peripheral background characters are quite funny as well, like the really creepy lady with the horns and the scary ring. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Oh, the demon girl. Yes, Kuka. Yeah, Erica. Yeah, not Kuka. Terrifying. Yeah. Well, Kuka. She's terrifying, she's but like hilarious. Yes. We'll Kuka's never get her in the anime, people. though. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> I just All have right, to so... say, um, since Precon is getting like another anime adaptation, does that mean we can get a Dragalia Lost a- anime adaptation? Nope. Please. Nope. Isn't it a Disney property? No. <laughs> it's a Nintendo control, property, which is the problem. Oh, you're yeah. not going to get that either. <laughs> That's basically the same thing. Like, are you going to get a Mario anime or a Metroid anime? We're getting a Mario movie. And Chris Voice Pratt Chris is Mario. Pratt. <laughs> you can only have a Mario anime if his dub is Chris Pratt. That's the monkey yeah. paw. Ugh, moving on. <laughs> moving yes. on. Ryman's Club from Leiden Films. The story centers on Mikoto Shiratori, a childhood prodigy at badminton, but who never <sighs> recovered from a major loss during a high school competition. Now he works in the sales department of the Sunlight Beverage Company, playing badminton on the side. That I can't believe really we got another badminton anime. But this time it's featuring adults. Yeah, that Yay. is. That does. Very kind of, odd. There's two things about this that interest me. One is that it features adults. I'm always curious about anime that feature adult characters as the primary characters because it's fairly rare yeah. at this point. And two, it's original. Yeah, that sounds actually a lot more interesting. Yeah, you know, it being original means they can do whatever they want, really. So that, and you usually get a complete story. So, well, it might usually, be worth checking out. usually, yeah, yeah. Like what, what we could get some good, like good finished original anime, or we could get something like Wonder Egg Prior- Priority, where we get like the most of the season, and then there's so many production delays that, yeah. Well, I heard Whoa. that show never ended. <laughs> <laughs> Is what Fair I was told. Enough. Probably best to, to keep believing that. Yes. Okay, so next is Sabiro no Armor Reime by Kagumi. Huh. The anime adaptation of Rust Oh god. Of Rusted Armors, a multimedia project that first started with a stage play and a manga adaptation. The project <sighs> focuses on the relationship between the gun the gun toting Magoichi, who's the leader of the Saika Iki mercenary group. And the Sengoku era warlord Oda Nobunaga. Any red flags here? Holy shit! It's a multimedia project about Nobunaga, and it's all CGI. Oh no! What? Oh, oh god! Oh no! He's not a girl. He's not a dog. I'm not interested. <laughs> oh god! Oh, that, that Nobunaga dog show was really funny. <laughs> it really was. Nobody watched that, but it was really funny. Nope. Uh, don't watch this. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is one of those weird rare shows that I won't even start. Yeah. <laughs> that says a well, lot. You, you guys don't understand. Yeah. Although I am glad we got our Nobunaga, uh, you know, quota filled for the season. Well, if it's bad enough, uh, the viewers on ANN might force one of their reviewers to watch every episode, and we could get something brilliant like the reviews, uh, the episode reviews of uh, Fruit of Evolution. Yeah, those are really funny, but I did feel bad for like the guy having to be committed after he was done because he, yeah. his mind clearly broke. You're watching his like psyche disintegrate in real time. It's, it's so tragic. <laughs> it is. We definitely do that again. Yeah. On the other hand, it's someone working at ANN, so I I really can't. His psyche was probably up. broken to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> okay. Next one from Studio Oz comes Sabi Kui or Sabakui Rust Eater. Bisco. Oh, Rust Eater Bisco. Rust Eater Bisco. There we go. Japan's post-apocalyptic wasteland, replete with dust, can only be saved by one thing: fungus. Okay. Shrooms. I thought I read that wrong for a second. Bisco, <laughs> Bisco Akaboshi, a wanted criminal and skilled archer, searches for a legendary mushroom known as Sabakui, said to devour any and all rust. Joining him on this epic saga to save the country is a giant crab and a young doctor. Can this unlikely trio find the fabled fungi and save the land? Giant enemy crab. It's okay, I'm in. Giant enemy crab. And it's super <laughs> massive damage. Okay, um, it's, it's, a, it's a guy. It's a bingo card, but it's absurdist bingo this time. It's a guy wandering a wasteland to find a mushroom accompanied by a giant crab. You know, I'm in. Yeah. This sounds like Mario, like Mario Bros. If it was like in the style of, say, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He, needs to fi- he needs to find the legendary mushroom to grow big. Or hallucinate, <laughs> whichever. <laughs> find the fabled fungi. That's just a great tagline. Yes. But, right, so, uh, Rye, have you read any of this? No, I have not. Oh, that's a surprise. Have you heard of it, at least? I have not. I oh, have damn. heard we're of in it. Some, we're in some territory now. Yeah, like, I heard from it uh, from Frog Kun on Twitter a while back, and she said it was okay. But, I don't know. Well, that's surprising. Who knows? It looked not particularly great. To me, uh-huh. it's so weird. weird though, they... Vaguely interesting. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's so weird. You have to at least try it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's about a mushroom. Like the whole show is about a mushroom and a giant crab. A legendary mushroom. Okay, uh, so uh, yeah. next up, we got more Sayuki. Sayuki oh reload zero in. It, you know, I'm not even reading the synopsis. It's more Sayuki. What is Sayuki? I have no idea what it is. Not, this is the first it's, I've ever heard about. It's, it's anime Bishonen Journey to the West. Oh. Mm. It's an extremely uh, long adaptation of Journey to the West with Bishonen, and it's so boring. Uh, it is super boring. Oh my how god. How can you make anything about Journey to the West boring? It has freaking Wukong in it, and he's hilarious. They've managed you make to him a Bishy, and you strip him of all personality. Oh. But this show is, is it has like a, a really dedicated, mostly female fan base. Like, fuck this show specifically for taking Zero In as its subtitle. There's an anime called Zero In that now I'm certain will never see the light. Of, or there's a there's a manga that will never get an anime adaptation. Ugh, I, I, it's one of these right. properties that keeps coming back, and I don't understand how. Yeah. What is this like the fifth version? <sighs> anyway. 
The next one. Oh, it's Studio Dean. Whoa. Oh, God. Sasaki and Miano. Miano spends his days peacefully reading boys love comics and oh, worrying dear. about how girly his face is. <laughs> Until a chance encounter leads to a scuffle with his senior Sasaki. Intrigued by his feisty junior Miano, delinquent Sasaki uses every opportunity he can to get closer. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Nope. I have no interest in her. Extra gay the anime, no. Mm-hmm. Super gay the anime. He's even got the two main characters like in shoujo bubbles on the key image. So, yeah, that's, that's oh, maybe it's good. none of us is the target audience for this show. Yeah, but no, I don't know. Not. Just kind of like the premise just raised so many red flags. Like, oh, this boy's into BL. Like, hmm, this is probably going to be pretty shoujo-y, I guess. It's and a shoujo uh, BL by Dean. Yeah, and then uh, there's the delinquent guy who wants to mess with him. Who doesn't uh, look like a delinquent at all. Right. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's dyed his hair. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he's just naturally redheaded. Uh-huh. You never know. Look how slovenly his uniform is, though. And he's wearing headphones. Except they're not even at school. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you can wear headphones wherever. Especially if you're not in school. Anyway, right. moving on. Yes. She professed herself pupil of the wise man. Boring. Great... I actually liked the manga of this one. I did not. Kagami Sakimori plays as the great mage Dan Bliff in his... Uh, I'm not pronouncing that right, but I'll do the best I can. I, there isn't one. Just roll with it. In his favorite MMO, he falls asleep after a night of testing new character appearances, but instead of waking up to a suspended game... He's in se- inside of Arch Earth Online as a girl, yes. now named Mira. Um. He must convince the game's people that Mira is a pupil of Danbliff, who vanished without a trace thirty years ago, and figure out how he got here. I, Doc, you're not interested in this one. It, no, <laughs> it's a worse. It's a significantly worse Leodale. Like I can't okay. believe they put these two in the same fucking season. This, well, this is. This well, is they're by, yeah, but they're different studios, and I do remember reading the manga, and I kind of skimmed through, and I was kind of bored because it, it didn't really play with its premise. Yeah, well, it didn't really play with its premise in very interesting ways. So I yeah. did find the fact that Dan Bliff was pretty much a a knockoff Gandalf was pretty funny, mm-hmm. and that's uh, about the best thing it has going for it. So skip it. Yeah, Studio A Cat doesn't have a lot of. Uh credits they did that uh softball girls anime and then they oh they did battle game in five seconds which i actually kind of liked huh they did frame arms girl i think they oh. did the getter robo arc though that wasn't that was actually pretty decent the show looks like it should be ignored to die on the <laughs> it absolutely could. i fully yeah agree with yeah but I will i'm say, gonna like... assign you weekly reviews of the show duck Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we can so already watch, hear his mind breaking. <laughs> we can just watch your psyche slowly crumble. <laughs> uh, the next show mm. from Studio Connect is Slow Loop, which is just like the definitive slice of life title. Ow. When yeah. Hiyori, a young girl whose deceased father taught her the joys of fishing, headed out to sea for some alone time, she never thought she would encounter another girl there. After a while, this girl named Koharu and her end up fishing and cooking together, and they get to know each other a bit in the meantime. During their brief time together, 
Kaharo finds out the reason Hiori went out to sea is that day was because she was hesitant toward meeting her new stepfamily that same evening. But what a coincidence. Koharu is also meeting her new family tonight. No, it can't be a coincidence. No, I really can't. Follow those two sisters and their new life together. Kind of that sounds, like sounds camp. cute, but not anything I'd give a damn about. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's fishing? actually going to be decent, but I don't give a shit about fishing. And if I wanted to watch a show about two girls cooking together, why can't we get the other one about the stepsisters cooking together anime? Uh, what is that? The stepsisters haven't another slept one? together before they find out they're sisters, unlike certain <laughs> other anime. Oh, God. That would oh, make dear. a much more interesting show. Oh, dear. Um, what the hell was that one called? I mean, fishing slice of life sounds pretty interesting, like, but I, I don't know. Who knows? It, it, was it, could, t- it could turn out good, because I know a lot of people here actually really liked Euro ca- uh, Eurocamp, and it didn't sound Euro like camp something. Eurocamp was, was brilliant. I don't know if this could live up to that. Yes, it could. If it was by, if it was by Dobo Cabo, I would be more interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, what um, is Studio Connect anyways? Is it fairly new? And what have they done? I don't recognize it. They um, did. Oh, they did uh, they're doing Strike, strike the Blood. blood. Oh. <laughs> they also oh, did God. Student at Magic High. Why? Um, hey, I love Strike the oh, Blood. Oh, God. Sir. They did Orisuki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Some of us love Strike the Blood around here. Oh, they did Senryu Girl. Dragon. That was a great show. Oh, they did Chaos Dragon. They can go to hell. Senryu <laughs> <laughs> Girl was good, though. So, so maybe they should stick to Slice of Life is what I am hearing. Yeah, yeah. probably. I don't know. Strike the Blood does fine. All right, moving on. Teasing Master Takagi-san Season 3. That's got a second season. Really need to, yeah, do we really need to back. talk about this? Anybody that's nah. watching it is going to watch it. Yeah. Never seen it's Season show. 3. It's like Nagatoro, but way more wholesome. Yeah. I quite like Nagatoro, so... So did I. I hope but that they're the much younger, so it's, it's a I little less I hope this guy's edgy. new series gets an adaptation, because I like that one a whole lot better than Takagi. Does that one have enough material? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, all right. It's about uh, some high schoolers playing Shogi. Oh, he's not like a guy with three significantly underage girls, is it? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Everybody, everybody that is involved in any of the romances is in high school. Right. And like none of them skip grades to get there, although some of them look like they might have. All right, so it looks like we have a uh, another version of how the realist heroes save the kingdom. The no, genius... this is totally different and absolutely fucking hilarious. It this looks is my exactly other big hype. Show. It looks exactly the same. This is my other big hype show for the season. You guys have no fucking idea. All right, this is well... completely different. I, I heard this was similar to Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Oh, yes. well, that's now I'm much more interested. Yes, yeah. that is a good comparison. Yeah, huh. Well, from Yokohama Animation Lab is the Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Which they're missing the other half of that title because it actually has more to it. It's the Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Hey, how about treason? Okay, <laughs> that's way, way too many words. <laughs> Once upon a time in a faraway land, there lived a prince, a genius prince. The genius prince fought alongside his people and led them to a great many triumphs. However, truth be told, he just wants to let everything go and live in tranquility. That is an awful fucking summary. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it really is. Well, then uh-huh. you give me a better summary, Ray. Okay. Yeah. This dude, 
has an overwhelming sense of duty to his country and absolutely fucking hates the position of leadership. Can't stand it. Wants nothing more than to sell the country to literally anybody who can afford it. He'll, he'll, he'll sell out to whatever country will take them as long as they don't, you know, massacre his people. Uh-huh. And in his attempts to get this done, he fails upward repeatedly. <laughs> that, that was sound pretty funny. It, over and over and over, things just go wrong in, in ways that benefit him that he doesn't want at all. That re- sounds really funny. So, like, it the, just, just got to have Captain Talor vibes in. Oh yeah, the, their national power keeps rising. The, the the morale of the citizens keeps you know breaking new records. Uh, the, their economy is getting better and better, and he just wants out, and he can't. Saga of Tanya the Evil did something very similar as well. It is an absolute fucking riot. This is one of my favorite current novels. Okay, yeah, I was pretty interested in it from like the review on ANN, but I never got around to reading it because I have Mushoko Tensei volumes to catch up on. It is also not an isekai at all. There's, yeah, there's which is nobody here from any other world. It's just fantasy. Yeah, that's another reason why it appealed to me because as fun as isekai can be, I prefer just like general fantasy. As it's... someone who doesn't like fantasy, I'm really tired of fantasy. <laughs> 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 Of course. It's from the studio that brought you uh, Miru Tights and um, Tawawa on Monday, so you know it might have horny stuff to perhaps keep you. Um, no, it will have the horny stuff. The girl in the picture. The girl in the picture has stockings, and that's about the worst it gets. I was going to say that that studio would explain the waifu bait in the key image with the garter belt. On the other hand, if you've seen this at all, they also did uh, Azur Lane's Slow Ahead, the the short series, which was hilarious. Yeah. Eh, well, you know what? I'll give it a shot, right? Yeah. yeah and uh, uh, Ray, I will say this: you may hate fantasy, but you did get eighty-six last season or this season. Yeah. That's sort of fantasy. That's a monkey pod. <laughs> 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 it's, it, it's military sci-fi. That's in a fantasy setting. No, I think he's referring to how like the production has kind of gone to shit for the show. Yeah. Well, at least the animation itself isn't suffering. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, here we go. Did somebody say Isekai? Uh, so this is the other JC staff show I was talking this about. This isn't even an Isekai. Okay. The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest by JC oh. Staff. His strength limited by the magical crest with which he was born. Matthias, the world's most powerful sage, decides reincarnation is necessary to become the strongest of all. Upon his rebirth as a young boy, Matthias is thrilled to discover he's been born with the optimal crest for magical combat on his first try. Unfortunately, the world he's been born into has abysmally poor standards when it comes to magic, and everyone thinks he's still marked for failure. Now it's up to Matthias to prove everyone wrong. World's strongest sage style. This is, is awful. This, uh, is this encouraging people terrible. to commit suicide to get like better magical powers in the next life? That Not really. It, if you he, die, you'll get reincarnated as a sage. No, mm. he actually made a complicated magical spell that he was the only person with enough magic power in the entire fucking world to have actually pulled it off. Huh. Wait, just, just kill me now, that sounds awful. <laughs> there was no deity involved, oh. there was no summoning spell. No, he did this himself. Yeah, it sounds really awful. Why would it's anyone terrible. watch this? I mean, I'm going to watch it. 
What? I, I gave it entirely too long of a chance on its own for both the novel and the manga. It's terrible. Right, it's your fault to keep making shit like this. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But when they're really bad, they're a lot of fun to watch. No. Nah, they aren't. <laughs> no. That's subjective. <laughs> it is subjective, but everything's subjective. The whole world's it, subjective. Like, is this a desk or is this a table? It's subjective. We're not talking philosophy here, Wreck. Yeah, this is my a bad philosophy show. Is... There's nothing philosophical about it. <laughs> <laughs> my, philosoph- my philosophy is watch the terrible fantasy shows and, and enjoy myself. I will say this about the show is I swear to God that there's like five other like series that have basically the same premise and look mm-hmm. exactly the same. Oh, I imagine the there's a hundred thousand more light novels and manga with the same premise. Yeah. And like oh, the same characters and everything. It just kind of feels like um, infinite Stratos like levels of copying. Like inf- didn't infinite, infinite Stratos basically like kind of sent a template for how, the, yeah, those magical the, battle high schools went, and then kinda, everybody sorta. copied it. Kind of, sorta. There, there were a few of them that that everything after was basically a melange of those. But yeah, um, there's there's one going on. There's a novel going on that is a, a, kind of a similar thing in in the whole, um, you know, got got the bad gift that everybody thinks is trash, and yeah, uh, it's actually really good. There's first of all, there's like seven of them going on right now, but there's one in particular that's actually kind of decent, and it's something about spamming the the ten million year training button. Oh yeah, the <laughs> so, that sword one where yeah, the guy like pressed he that got, button. The, the name of his gift is the the most the world's most incompetent. Huh. Cool. And then, of course, he turns out to be a badass after all this. It's it's hilarious. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's okay, but it's better than this shit. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's a low bar. It yeah. is. It's, that that bar is so low. Satan is playing limbo with it. Yeah, but at this point, uh, right, uh, right, Sano, you've read so many web novels and light novels, but that I think you might have a good sense of what might become the next, like. It, like isekai or light novel trend what do you think will be the next the light next novel trend just not be isekai i'm sorry the next trend is still isekai for a good uh, damn yet. it oh, we're not we're not out of the woods yet. sorry <laughs> dang I'm it just, we're, 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 we're we haven't gotten hit with all the otoma game isekais yet there's still a yeah, lot I'm more of those coming i'm still waiting on the villainous wave yeah, I'm surprised there hasn't been like movies. more. Those are great animes of those. Right, they're there's, coming. There's been I guarantee a it. Shitload of of good novels and manga of them, and I I'm just waiting for the anime. Anyway, we're not done here yet, so let's continue because this is a rabbit hole we could do for hours. Okay. Yep. And Cloverworks brings us Tokyo Twenty Fourth Ward, so original. Hmm. Enter the Twenty Fourth Ward, a man-made island inside Tokyo Bay. Three of its inhabitants, Shuta, Ron, and Koki have been best friends since childhood. But after a deadly incident, everything changed. A year later, reunited for the first time, they receive a mysterious phone call. On the other line is a familiar voice from a friend who's supposed to be dead. Together, they'll have to save their home. No, the first episode was a one-hour special. That's super exciting. One-hour special, and it's an anime original by Cloverworks. This seems like they're a big budget show this season. That looks hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, interesting. it's an original. Uh, I'm always down for I that. I hope it's not their big budget show this this season, or at least I hope that's not where their manpower goes, because I really want Dress Up Darling to be a good adaptation. Hmm. Yeah. But I hope they're mm-hmm. not funneling all their resources into this one. I mean, it's an original, so you think they've got to be trying at least a little hard. 
Yeah, I will yeah. say this. The prem- the premise pretty much tells us not well, the summary synopsis sa- tells us basically nothing about this. It basically yeah. says that it's on a artificial island and then three guys got into had an incident. Right. It's and- a mystery. Big that's, Ever Seventeen vibes, but um, well, it kind of feels like the very like the premise to like Zombieland Saga. You know how we basically got nothing about it, and then the first episode aired and turned out to be something completely different than they are advertising. I don't think this will be very or decadent. Than, yeah, or School Live. Yeah, School Live was a manga adaptation, so people already kind of knew the twist. But still, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm watching the PV right now, and the animation looks very good. So, so we got that at least. Yeah, well, hopefully it stays I mean, looking good because the show can I, look good, but the script can kind of fall apart later on. Like, did that happen with Talked OP this season? Yeah, it it really didn't live up to its you know, potential. Yeah, like that's kind of the sense I got. Like, it can look flashy at the beginning, but it really depends on how the foundation it is looks built. Really clean, though. Like it looks really good, right? It's an cool. original with adult characters, so once again, you know, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes, and hopefully, it won't be advertising for a mobile game like Talk to OP. Yeah. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> the next one is interesting because it's from Leiden Films, and it says Source Other, which is always a fun one. Sounds Tribe. like a multi. Oh, I was you, just your mind say... is about to get blown when you read this summary. Holy shit! There we okay. go. Tribe Nine. Uh, Haru Shirogane is a weak-minded person who is constantly bullied while Taiga has traveled from across the sea in hopes of becoming the strongest man in the world. Uh. One night, the two meet up with Shun Kamaya, the strongest extreme baseball player. What the fuck? And we just have a whole anime about extreme baseball? <laughs> yeah. Shun Kamiya, the strongest extreme baseball player and leader of the Minato tribe. When they meet, each of the tribes scattered throughout Neo-Tokyo are about to face a major threat. On the orders of the king of Neo-Tokyo, Hotushin, the Chiyoda tribe, led by the mysterious Ojiro Otori, have started to take control of all the tribes in the country. Their evil clutches are about to reach the Minato tribe. Extreme baseball! This summary sounds a whole lot like the summaries of of Asura Kryon. When it first started. Like, it just keeps adding genres. Right. <laughs> what even is extreme baseball? Is it like baseball you know, it doesn't say. And exploding balls or something? <laughs> it's got, uh-huh. it's, it's got Neo Tokyo. It's baseball, but it's all extreme. It, it sounded to me like it was going to be the G Gundam of baseball. Oh, I'm so there for that. I really hope that's the case. Oh, it, it's, it's the Danganronpa guy. <laughs> oh god! There we go. Oh god! I'm so yeah. in. Okay. It's no got wonder. the king of Neo Tokyo extreme baseball and like tribes and shit. I like. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> extreme baseball. Extreme oh baseball. God. This is gonna be either so good or so. Why so didn't they just bad? call extreme baseball? Because I would have been there immediately. I, I don't fucking know, man. Is it just the artist or is it the writer? Or who no, the writer. The writer? All oh, right. Because well, that anime that they did, what was it called again? The one recently. That was pretty good. Um, uh, Akudama Drive? Akudama Drive. Oh, yeah, that was that great. Was that was really fucking good. great. I loved oh, Akudama was, Drive. Maybe this will be okay then. It looks stupid, but maybe it'll be okay. It looks spectacular, man. <laughs> Street baseball <laughs> in Neo Tokyo. 
All right, so next we have uh, part two of Vanitas. Woo. Which is good. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Okay. It is. It was all right. I hadn't heard anything about it. Oh, I really enjoyed Vanitas. It was very pretty. It's yeah. extremely pretty. Well, I just thoughts. love the main character and, and John. Those two crack me up. Their whole relationship is hysterical and wildly inappropriate. <laughs> very inappropriate, but they're also va- well. One of them is a vampire. We don't even, we're still not real clear on what Vanitas is at this point. He's a troll. Oh, oh, here we here we go. So Vanitas season two, vampires, demons, essentially lots of cool stuff. Fantastic outfits. Yes, and a good premise. Uh, good. Uh, Bones did a really good job of making uh, Vampire Paris re- really pretty and interesting to look at. Yeah, like the like like the alternate world that they went into, like the vampire world was really cool. Did you yeah. like the spider webs in the sky and shit? Mm-hmm. Right, oh, here's a good one to end on for the regular full uh, yeah! service shows. Uh, uh, world and series I've ever read. Me and Luigi, very excited for this one. Worlds and Harem. Source manga and <laughs> the time is near future Tokyo in twenty forty. Reito, a young man suffering from an intractable disease, vows to reunite with his childhood friend, Arisa, and decides to cold sleep her illness. When he wakes up five years later, the world was undergoing a major transformation. The male killer virus kills 99.9% of men on the planet. <laughs> the ground was a... The ground? The earth was a super harem of five billion women for every five men. You know, I'm almost sad that this is actually airing because it was kind of <laughs> a punchline for like the past year. So, oh god, yeah. I saw the first episode. I watched the first episode because they released that one last season, it, and it's it's fucking horrible. It is. It's so bad. It reminds me. It's it's either like a really 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 horny harem version of Why the Last Man or Hell Comes to Frogtown. If you remember that movie, no, I don't. No. Um. Yeah, no one remembers that one. Every woman who's told you not if you were the last man on Earth um, was right. It's just this guy is hilarious because like, he wakes up on an Earth where every woman is thirsty for his D, but he's like locked up on his childhood girlfriend who he can't find. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get laid, you loser. Uh, the The worst thing is um, there there are other dudes in it that are getting laid and they're all total assholes. Yeah, I know. Gasp. They're all like locked in breeding rooms. It's kind of like, you ever see the episode of Futurama where they had death by Snoo Snoo? Yeah, yes. it, the, that's clearly what those guys were looking for, but uh, <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's so bad. Series, I'm going to watch every episode. It's so awful. Oh my God. I'm going to yeah, watch every episode. I think episode. I'm kind of with Rec. This is going to be so bad. It's going to be kind of a it's must watch. It's going to be hysterical. I guarantee it. Um, there is one of the shorts I actually want to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, so we're in shorts now. Are there any shorts that have attracted any of your attention? Yes. That very first one is basically cooking with Raizeno. <laughs> oh, no. that, that sounds like a problem. The yeah, story depicts uh, Atasha Kawajiri Kodama Dayo, dangerous life hacker Tadarada Sekatsu. The story depicts the lazy, unhealthy daily life of Kawajiri, who loves alcohol and anything greasy, salty, or sweet. Okay, I'm down, yeah. Cool. It's it's basically um, 
how not to live a healthy lifestyle. Like, <laughs> when, when, it says, when it has dangerous <laughs> life hacker in the title, it's not fucking kidding. Yeah, so it, she's basically the person, the, the body from uh, Sales at Work Black. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, we got some other shorts here. Another one look all that particularly interesting. We got, I think, leftovers. Skip through those. Lupin's still running. That's interesting. Any of these movies attract anybody's attention? Yeah. um, Uh, There's Fruits Basket Prelude? Yeah, but Fruits Basket suck. (laughs) Yeah, but like now we we see her parents, which are to blame for her being shit. Yeah, Luigi, of course, is very excited for this. I'm sure. Um, There's a a demo anime, which caught my eye, which is like a mobile game, but it's like like a piano game you play on like your iPad or whatever. Yeah. And I've always really liked the the previous game by these people, Cytus, more than Demo, but I've always been a fan. So so it getting in a movie is quite interesting to me. It's production IG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's good. Yeah. The girl only who... thing I know about the, uh, like from the creators of Demo is Sidorka, and that's because that's a freaking gotcha game. Don't judge yeah. me. I'm judging. And I judge you for the VTubers. There's Soon. another Legend of Galactic Heroes movie. There's another uh, Space Battleship Yamato movie. Oh, There's geez, a Madhouse one? movie that's an original that looks pretty good. At least There's the, another the My Hero Academia movie coming up. Oh, yeah, The Deer um, King. I heard about this. This does sound interesting. The My Hero Academia thing, that's just like a short OVA. It's, it's related to the recent cinematic film, but it's not like a new movie. This Deer King's interesting. Van is yep. the head of, of a group of soldiers who expected to die fighting for their lands against a large empire looking to incorporate their home into its kingdom. Instead of dying, however, Van is taken as a slave and sold into a th- salt mine. That's rough. One night, a pack of strange dogs attack the salt mine, and a mysterious illness breaks out. During the attack, Van takes the opportunity to escape and meets a young girl. Elsewhere, rumor is spreading that only immigrants are coming down with this mysterious illness. Oh, God. This is topical. The medical scientist, Hosai, risks his life to search for a cure. Doctors also study a father and child who seem to survive the illness. The story tells the interconnecting stories and bonds of those who fight against a cruel fate. The novels won the Japan Booksellers Award and the fourth Japan Medical Novel Award in 2015. I wonder if it'll come to the States. Oh my god. Uh, Maybe. I mean, there's been a lot more anime movies getting releases over here. Yeah, looks pretty interesting. If it does, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if I'd go, but I'd want to watch it. Um, I'd see this. There's a new OVA coming for Otoboku. Why? I don't know. There's a May Dragon OVA. There's that's, a new um, Lord Elmoloi too. Yeah, those right. those are all um, basically just Blu-ray bonuses and whatnot. Oh, yeah, the, this Lord Elmoloi too. OVA is actually on Crunchyroll right now. Yes, it's out already. Yeah. I watched it, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> he returns into a, like his younger self. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a there's an unepisode unaired episode of Maid Dragon. There's an unaired episode of, or rather, a, a special on Mushoku Tensei. Um, yeah, that's the episode where he meets his dad. It follows what Eris was doing during that time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, there is. They're going to do something for Tales of Luminaria. 
which I'm sure they're going to shut down in a year anyway, so who cares? Yeah. Don't they have, like, three mobile games, and they keep on closing they, them? Yeah, they usually do. Yeah. They, they, they keep cycling through them. Um, we just had uh, the Reminiscence arc for a regular... Yeah, that was actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Like, and it less gives... Oni Chans than usual. Well, it it gives the reason for why he is the way he is. <laughs> Does it make it the series any better? It depends. That that's is very highly much... subjective. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say that it really depends on your initial tolerance for a regular at Magic High School. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now that we've completed the list, we do the traditional. Let's go around. Which shows? are we excited about for this season right uh the total fantasy knockout and the uh genius prince are obviously my big hype shows but i am also kind of interested in a couple others there was that uh rusty derbisco oh dress up darling was the other big one what else was there 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 were a co- there were a couple other interesting ones um leedale is okay i might check it out uh tribe 9 was the other interesting one there we go. Yeah, extreme baseball. Extreme mm-hmm. baseball. Oh my god. <laughs> Dress of Dollar. We, I feel like I've been hearing about that one for a year. So I have been greatly looking forward to this. I am super hyped for that show. All right, Doc. Was there anything that struck your fancy? Uh, well, I'm going to watch Attack on Titan, of course, and Princess Connect, and. Dress Up Darling, they're kind of the main three ones. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in most of the rest of them, but I'll probably pick up a few if you guys say they're good. Mm-hmm. You're not super hyped for Futsal Boys? Mm, I'll wait and see. <laughs> I've watched too much anime recently, I think I need to take a bit of a break, to be honest. It seems like a good season to take a break on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, so, Pizza, what about you? Anything hype? Uh, the only thing I'm really hyped for is the Miss Kurutsuchi from the Monster Department uh, Development Department because I had a good time with the manga and I want to see how that's adapted. Uh, other stuff I'm moderately interested in would probably be Super uh, Extreme Baseball, Dolls Frontline, um, the Bisco, uh, and the Genius Prince, and I think that's about it. All right, uh, Ray, how about you? Um, there's nothing I'm like extremely brimming in excitement for but but i'm probably gonna start watching the uh the cover works on the tokyo 24th ward um obviously tribe nine because extreme baseball <laughs> uh, <laughs> um slow loop the fishing sister slice of life anime thing it looks good for to me and um that like researcher one the monster development one yeah, uh, given my particular taste, uh, this looks like a good season for me to watch a bunch of real terrible shit. Mm-hmm. Like Strongest Age, Rika's Crest, and World's End Harem, and other terrible fantasy stuff. So uh, Help. <laughs> but as far as things that, that are actually good, I'm, I'm very curious about both the original shows, uh, the Badminton one and the Tokyo 24th Ward. And, of course, I mean, Extreme Baseball, like, in Neo Tokyo, I like I have to at least see what that's mm-hmm. gonna fucking be. And I am incredibly hyped for Princess Connect season two. So how what are your what's your guys' feelings for the season overall? We were coming off a couple of really strong seasons. It seems it, like a down it's one. It's peaky. There's there's a few shows that ev- like everybody's got a couple of good shows. Nobody has a whole lot. There's not. That's my taste. Um, there's stuff that I think could be interesting, but it's like nothing that seems appealing to me personally. 
Yeah. Though 86 is still continuing into next season due to yeah. the delays. So yeah. there's that. And Ranking of Kings is continuing. So we still have a few good shows coming yeah. out every week. We also have Platinum End that is continuing into next season. So we, we were Ugh. talking about good shows, not, not Platinum End. <laughs> <laughs> true, this feels true. like the anti-Doc Kev season. Well, I was watching Platinum End. I got eight episodes in, felt like I wanted to kill myself, and I've just I can't watch any more episodes of that. It's not good for my mental health. Yeah, that's, that's pretty isn't. ironic. That you <laughs> wanted to kill yourself watching Platinum End. If you tried, maybe you would become like a god candidate. Maybe the angels would save me and I would become god and you'd all be in trouble then. <laughs> oh no. I think, like, when did... I think I can handle you becoming god. Maybe not right, Zeno. We have to eat his cooking. He <laughs> becomes god and we all have to. We all uh, cells at work becomes mandatory viewing. Um, if I become God, I get to have other, other people cook everything for me. Fuck that. <laughs> the, the reason yeah. my cooking is so terrible is because I don't care about myself enough to put in that kind of effort. Oh, Ray becomes God, and all food turns to instant ramen. Yes. <laughs> no. I, look, I like my instant ramen. I'm not gonna have it for every fucking meal. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, well, that is winter 2022. Um, I gotta say, I'm not nearly as hype as the last couple seasons, but you know what? These are good. You get you can't have a ton of great shows every season. You got to have these kind of down cycle seasons, and that's and these ones are the ones where you know you don't have 18 great sequels coming out, so you have time to find the gems, the the, the shows that didn't look good or that you're not sure about, like in the Land of Leedale or Love of Kill. Maybe one of those turns out to be a good show. These are the kind of seasons where you catch those because you're not watching quite as much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so you know, maybe it turns out great. Who knows? And there's a bunch of people that are using this season to catch up with old stuff. Yeah, there, there's that advantage too. If, if you're only f- watching four or five seasonal shows because it's a down season, go catch up all that stuff you missed last year, season or last year. Yeah, like yep. pre-con season one. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't see pre-con season one, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, man. Anyway, so this has been the Anite official podcast seasonal preview. I am Requiem. I have been joined by Doc Kev. Bye. Uh, Ray Zeno. See ya. That's my pizza. That is my pizza, and bye. And Ray Kaze. Now I'm hungry. Thanks. You're no welcome. <laughs> Why are you hungry? Like we talked about Ray Zeno's cooking. You shouldn't be, feel any hunger at all. Speaking of, I found that other Stepsisters series that I was talking about when we were talking oh, about no. Slow Loop. So Kiss I'll look that you later. No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. I really enjoyed this powerful collaborative effort. And join us next time. Bye. 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 Bye.